Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to today's show. Thank you for joining me. You know, we're in an unprecedented time right now. Um, we just got finished with the elections. We have no idea who our next president is going to be. Um, there is a lot of mudslinging and a lot of tempers flaring and a lot of stress built up over that. We're still dealing with the pandemic and our uh, markets financially are up and down like a roller coaster. So we've had a lot of things thrown at us this past year and we're not even done yet. We still got to get through November and December and, and see what the new year is going to bring. And all of this is causing stress and doubt and fear in our lives. It's causing additional stress to an already stressful situation. So as followers of Jesus, how do we make sense of this? How can we find good news in a constant stream of bad news? Very familiar scripture found in Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. I will give you future and a hope. That is a, that's a scripture that's used every day. That's on t-shirts, uh, coffee mugs, wherever they can print it. And it's something for us to turn to in, in our time of need to, to give us that glimmer of hope to be able to, to move forward. But just like the time in Jeremiah's time when he prophesied to the Israelites who were living in the southern kingdom of Judea before they were taken captive in 586 B.C. by King Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon. In Jeremiah 27, he prophesied, he said, You will serve this king, his son, his grandsons, and everything will be under their control. And then if you look over into chapter 29, Jeremiah encouraged the people to live their lives while they were in exile. Continue to work, continue to get married, plant your crops, and multiply. He tells them that they'll be in Babylon for 70 years, and then that they will be brought home again. God's plan of a hope and for the future of his chosen people probably didn't go the way they intended. You know, they wanted to go home, but God told them, said, you will be in Babylon for 70 years. They wanted to serve their own king, but God once again said, you will serve this Babylonian king. They wanted to flourish in their own homelands, but yet they stayed under a government of rule and control. We cannot insist on our own ideas of being bright and a hopeful future. We tend to be short-sighted and earthly-minded. But God's way is much higher than our own minds can grasp. His plan is much better. It includes being with Him forever in heaven and not just a short portion of our lives on this earth. We need to take heart and listen to the fact that God's plan is better than our own. What we think is best for us, God knows what's best for us. As I said in the previous podcast, talking about the power in prayer, I believe we turned our back on God in this country. We've kicked him out, and I believe we're suffering the consequences today. And I don't, I don't believe it'll get much better unless we invite God back into our country. Now, with our leaders, who knows? Who knows if they're godly people? Who knows if they believe in God? But we as Christians, we need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for our country and pray that God's will and his plan will be carried out upon this nation. 
because this was a once a great and powerful nation that believed in God. But over the years, with the influence of man, it has not been like that. And, it, and we're seeing evidence of that today. If we have hope that's laced with doubt, fear, and anxiety, we can change all that today. We can eliminate our hope-so attitude and replace it with a no-so mindset. Our hope should never be tethered to the conveniences and the pleasures of this world. We should always keep our sights fixed on God daily and know that He has a plan that's much bigger and brighter than what we have. So God has a plan for us, but God is also for us. Psalms 118.6 reads, The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? When we remember who God is and what he's doing in our lives, we're more likely to walk with the hope of when things are threatening and overwhelming us. What we fill our, ourselves up with every day is very important, but we have to fill our minds with the truth of God's word. And we got to understand that we can walk by faith, knowing that God is, is with us and for us. Only then will we be able to truly walk without having the shadow of doubt, fear, and anxiety on us. You know, God also strengthens us. The strength that we possess as humans are limited. No matter how many self-help ideas that you implement or the positive statements that you proclaim, our strength will only take us so far. That may discourage some, but hopeful to others. The truth that we read from God's word will deposit hope in our lives. It will give us the strength that we need. 2 Corinthians 12, the Apostle Paul was sharing about the thorn in his flesh that continued to torment him. He actually pleaded and begged to God to remove it, but each time God told him, My grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. Think about that for a second. God uses a man to influence the early church and take the gospel to numerous countries, but in his moment of weakness, he begs God to help him. And God basically says no. But God didn't stop there. God tells Paul that when he is weak, that's when the perfect power of God is working best. Imagine that, if we need to be weak to see God's power work best. While we see weakness as a barrier, God is using it to uphold us. Our strength as humans can come at a certain level, but with God's strength boosting us, nothing can stop us and we can endure all things. That's something to be excited about and to be encouraged today. We need to understand through God's strength, His plan, His vision, His grace, His love, we can do all things because He empowers us. He gives us what we need in our time of need. But unfortunately, as I've said many a times, we're impatient. We're a very impatient people. We want things now. We don't want to wait upon it. But we need to stop and realize that we are on God's time and his plan for us is bigger and better than our own. So God also forgives us through all of this too. Because think of it this way. Do you ever get frustrated with yourself for saying or doing something that you know you shouldn't have? What about your thoughts of letting go in your mind of other people every single day? 
often many times a day, we, we act in ways that are not honoring God. We're always acting in a way that's not uplifting and honoring God. And we need to realize this and be able to make that correction. When Saul was a Pharisee of all Pharisees, if anyone had to write resume in the accolades, that was, that was Saul, which was later known as Paul. He stood for what was right, even though he stood watching Christians get murdered. He was determined to get rid of the world of Christianity. But then he met Jesus and literally changed his life. Saul was later renamed Paul and became one of the most influential leaders of the early church. So when you look at everything that's taking place in the Bible, when you're, when you're talking about how can God forgive you, how he can strengthen you, how he has a plan for you, how he is for you, it's because of one thing and one thing only, ladies and gentlemen, it's because he loves you. God loves you so much he sent his only son to this earth to die for you and to make a way for you to go to heaven. It's amazing on how powerful and how almighty and how loving God is. It saddens me to see a great nation turn its back on God. It saddens me to see his people turn their back on him because he doesn't fit their narrative. He doesn't fit their life because they're chasing what this world has instead of waiting on what God will provide. You know, I can sit here and tell you a lot of things about the Lord. And you can read a lot of things in the Bible. And that's the biggest, um, I guess, idea that I can give you, is you need to read your Bible daily. You need to meditate and study into the Word of God. Too many times I run into people who talk about they don't understand what's going on. They don't understand why their lives can't get corrected, why they're in this situation. Where is God? God is still in the same spot he's always been in. And that's right there waiting on you and I to come back to him. We go, through, we go through trials and tribulations on this earth. We go through problems on this earth because most of the time it's of our own doing. Sometimes it's because of somebody else's doing. But a majority of the time it's from our own doing. And we need to realize that. and We need to, to take responsibility and know that we need God in our life. We need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to live as, as Christ lived. We need to, to let the light shine from us and let this world see us as Christians. Quit hiding in the dark and in the quiet about being a Christian. Step, step forward and be bold about it. Yes, we're going to get a lot of real acute, and we do every day. We get a lot of nasty looks and, and people say bad things. But you know what? They're only looks and words. If you love the Lord and you know God, 
why not go out and, and tell the world about it? I would be I would be amazed that if you went out and told someone about Jesus and you come back to me and you said, you know what, that didn't work. Okay. Did you try somebody else? No, I didn't. Uh, I tried, but they shut. They, they didn't want to talk about it, and I didn't want to try no more because I felt defeated. Well, I just, I just shared with you how God is for you, how he strengthens you, how he forgives us, and how he has a plan for us. So why would you let something defeat you like that? That should encourage you. If somebody turns you down when you try to share Jesus with them, that's fine. You move on to the next person. Because I've said this in a, in a previous episode too when I talked about the four soils. You know what? As, as sowers of the seed, we can, we can only tell the people about Jesus. It's up to their conditions of their hearts whether they want to accept the word or not. But I can tell you this, and I have seen it from my own eyes. When you tell somebody about Jesus and they don't want to hear about it, I can promise you that somewhere in their lives God is working on them. And it may be softened in their heart to be ready to receive the word. So we need to understand, yes, we're in a world that's in a crisis right now. We're in a nation that's upside down. We don't know top from bottom but only thing i can tell you this and give you the encouragement of word of of one thing god is in charge god is still in charge of everything and that's the only thing that we can cling on to is hope that god will will provide and, and lead us in the way that we need to go i can't tell you what tomorrow will will bring i can't tell you what next year will bring i can tell you today is today and that's all we can do is get through this but as we, as we go through this journey of life, and we are believers in, in Christ, and we have the Word of God in our heart, that's all we need to sustain us and to keep us moving forward. You know how easy it would be just to just go ahead and sit down on the side of the road and say, I give up, that the world wins? I mean, it'd be just too easy. But that's not what we're designed for. That's not what God made us for. God didn't make us to be quitters. Because he has never quit on us. Jesus never quit on us. If you, if you look at the ministry of Jesus in the Bible, all right, there are times in the Bible that I know that there could have been that moment. If, if, if Jesus did not love us, there could have been that moment where he's like, mm, I'm done. You know? You, you, tossed, you threw rocks at me. You mocked me. You tried to make a fool out of me. You challenged me. And then you put me on trial. And then you beat me. You, you mocked me some more. And then you drove nails through my flesh and hung me and crucified me. And I'm just giving a quick overview of his ministry. But he did all of that because he loved us. And he still loves us today. If that doesn't excite you, I don't know what else will. Yes, we're in a bad situation in a sense with this country. And with its political and its finances and all this. But understand, all this will one day go away. It will pass away. But what we have in heaven is eternal. And that's only 
if you are a believer in Christ. I don't know how much more I can lay it out and explain it to you. We are going through everything that we're going through, but I'm a firm believer that God is with us. So I guess the challenge is, is this. Do you want to keep living in fear, doubt, and have stress in your life? Or do you want to have hope by knowing that everything that you have, every bit of your strength, everything that, that makes you, you, comes from God? And as long as you get into the Word, as long as you follow what His will is, we're going to be okay. We're going to be just fine. Stock markets, they, they, they go up and they go down. Prices and cost of living goes up and down. Leaders of this country, they come and go. But God is forever. And He's ultimately the one that's in charge, not these leaders. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I, I hope you understand what I'm trying to, to share with you. And I, I just thank you guys for, for listening to this podcast and sharing it with your family and friends. And I want to keep encouraging you guys to go to JesusInACupOfJoe.com and subscribe to the blog. And go to our YouTube channel and subscribe and follow us on our social media. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please share it. Because um, it's very important to us to be able to reach as many people as we can and let them know what's going on. And uh, I really enjoy doing this podcast for you guys. I really do. But as always, you, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless.